to it. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Boss. Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Boss. Hey y'all, this your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up, and I welcome you to another episode of this amazing podcast. We are still talking about cannabis and law here in the month of January, so let's introduce our next guest. Sheena Robertson is the founder and visionary of Cannabis Noir, a company focused on providing education and resources to minorities and underrepresented groups to provide opportunities within the cannabis industry and community, creating the space we wish to see. Sheena is a highly sought-after entrepreneur and consultant with more than 12 years of experience in marketing and community engagement. She has also helped both established and startup companies forge meaningful connections with their audiences. A high-energy and success-driven senior executive with a broad toolkit of business development, digital marketing, and sales management. Sheena has developed a strong reputation for the ability to consistently drive progressive and profitable change and results. So I present to you all Sheena Robertson. Hey, Sheena, girl. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. I'm super excited to have this conversation because the month of January, we are talking about those bossing up in cannabis and also in law. I mean, we may even be able to touch on the law and the cannabis together, but technically it's two separated topics. But yeah, but very much intertwined. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I felt like this was a good month to talk about that because, you know, there was a lot of changes going on and people was, um, you know, doing a lot of extracurricular activities and it's okay now. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it is what it is, but I'm super excited because this is going to be a good conversation. Yes, ma'am. So the first question, and like I said, will always be the first question is, Sheena, what is your definition or meaning of purpose? Uh, um, and that's a great first question. Um, so I, I guess what I would consider your purpose is is sort of is what your passion is. I always say it's funny, like we have this thing in our business boot camp where uh, one of the first things that we teach people is to know your why. And I think that it's extremely important to understand your why and sort of your purpose for wanting to be a part of the cannabis space in particular. Typically, there's something that led you specifically to this this industry um, outside of maybe just like your personal consumption. Like there's different experiences you might mm-hmm. you know have encountered um, as an advocate, as a consumer, as a patient, as somebody who's just watched this legalization unravel. But I think knowing your why allows you to be in a space where you're not um, where where you're not sort of riding the tidal waves of change and kind of mm-hmm. going with the fads, right? Like I know people who are like, oh yeah, I want to jump into this and I want to start making edibles or I'm going to start doing this. And, you know, it's what they may have seen or know, you know, know somebody else has done, um, but it's not their why. It's not what drives right. them, it's not what fuels them, right? And one of the things you run into when you don't know your why is that when things like pandemics happen and it causes mm-hmm. you to shift trajectory of what your initial plan was, if you don't 
don't have a solid why and you're kind of riding on the fad, you kind of lose momentum because that fad is what you were riding. And now exactly when the conditions change right now, you have to find ways to pivot or that may not be an existing space for you anymore. And it's like, now I'm stuck. But if you know your why, it's like, listen, my why is, is my purpose, right? Like everything else is just vehicles to get to get to execute my purpose. So if I can't mm-hmm. drive this vehicle because of the pandemic, I'll just find a new way to get to my destination because my why is still the same. It's just my method of execution might have to change, right? So knowing your why and your purpose and kind of knowing, understanding what motivates and fuels you, like what drives you to get up every day, what makes you happy, whether you're getting paid for it or not, you know, like whatever makes you want to keep going, right? Despite everything Mm -hmm. else, those are the things that you should kind of tap into and pay attention to because those probably are centered in your purpose. And so, yeah, I would definitely say it's, it's, very closely aligned with your passion and, and your why in life. Yes, that was a good answer. But that's what it is. It's all about, it's like, well, just like if you start in a business, why why are you even in business? Exactly. Like, what is the purpose behind it? Who does it help? You exactly. know, exactly. what does it provide assistance with? And I tell people all the time, you either build businesses for two reasons. One is because it was probably a personal experience or two is the answer to a problem. Exactly. So, that's the key right there. What problem are you solving? What are you, what is, what is the problem? What is the solution you're trying to offer folks? And, and, and reverse engineering back, you can even, it, if you know your why, that's even easier to come up with different ways, right? To find spaces for you to thrive in. Because um, yep. it, it doesn't, when you know your why, you're not kind of limited to one kind of thing. And, and which is what's really dope about coming into yourself and kind of trusting that that purpose and and following that purpose because it's scary it can be a little unsettling but uh it's worth it yes 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 if you can describe yourself in one word what would it be and why child now (laughs) did i see this question before did you say was this on the list um Mm -hmm. one word hmm let's see one word um I would say that if I if I had to use that's a good question to one word I think I would probably go with ambitious. I think that I have always kind of wanted more or better and not just for me, like for everybody. Like I was always kind of like how can we be better? Like how can we collect mm-hmm. how can our community look cleaner? How can we like you know um how can we stop the gun violence? I, I, w- I was in this these youth education programs and I was a part of like the Philadelphia Anti-Drug, Anti-Violence Network. And, you know, I was always trying to figure out like how we can, you know, how, how can we can be change makers? Like how can we be the ones that make a difference? Mm-hmm. I was always very, I, I guess, ambitious or for like a better words or a word. Um, and, and as it relates to um, just trying to find ways for, this for us collectively to to excel right and so anything around that whether it was like our mental health our our economic status what we're eating how we're living how we treat each other like all these different things and spaces i that's always kind of been where i centered around so um yeah i i guess that would be a a, a word i don't know if that's the best one but that's the one i came up with. <laughs> That'll work for us today. (laughs) So, you know, growing up, 
we've had, you know, various, if, you know, because some people may have not, have had various people play huge parts in their lives and it helped develop them to who they are today. So did you have any key role models or mentors, you know, as a child and even as an adult? Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I had people, thank God, right? Like I had a, a, a few good role models. I actually, the the anti-gun violence program I was in was run by this guy, Tumor Alexander, who is a great brother and does a lot of great work for the city. And I think maybe this is probably like one of his first like couple of jobs, but he was like, just... He just worked so well with us and he just tapped into us in such a way that resonated that we really trusted him and we under we we begin to trust ourselves as young adults. And it was just, mm-hmm. he was just really key in helping us kind of discover ourselves in a way where we knew we had to be responsible for our community, our our schools, right? Like how we presented ourselves and what we were doing. And so we, you know, he kind of motivated us to to be these sort of the, the, to he brought out the leader in in us mm-hmm. for sure but like i i honestly i think you know i've had a i've had a bunch of different folks that have come in and tapped in and been like super influential in my life but the people who stuck out and taught me the biggest lessons were the people who weren't exactly role models but people who were like just i mean they were influential because they taught me such valuable lessons about mm-hmm. ownership and understanding legal documents and like understanding, you know, business and partnerships. And, and, and so, you know, while I've had great um, people who have invested and poured into me, there are people who have taught me valuable lessons through unfortunate circumstances that I've experienced Mm -hmm. with them. Um, But it, it definitely molded me into a much wiser kind of more cautious, but also more considerate person as well, because, you know, like, you have to reflect back and look and yeah. say, well, what let this happen? How did this mm-hmm. happen? And, and so you start to kind of take stock and reevaluate and evaluate yourself and kind of go through your own personal SWOT analysis. And it, and it helps me grow. Um, so, yeah, I've definitely had a few people, but, you know, on my good list, I would definitely put tomorrow on there. <laughs> on the good list, y'all. On the good, good list, yeah. <laughs> I have a few on the bad list if it's that kind of conversation. No. No, we ain't going to do that. (laughs) No, we won't. So, how did we get here? What made you say, you know what? I'm going to step into the cannabis industry and take it by the chokehold and do what I do best. Like, what, what, I mean, how did we get here? It's it's so funny. Um, (laughs) So... And I, I I told this story before, maybe once or twice, but I, I don't know if a lot of people know. I was not aware there was a cannabis community in my city at the time and in 2018 when this kicked off, when I when I started this. And but I'm pretty well connected. Like I said, I worked with a bunch of different organizations in the city, you know, GPUAC and, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm down city hall. I know people, I'm done moving and shaking, right? Like I know things, right? I should mm-hmm. be tapped in well enough within the city parameters and within my community and my culture that I would be aware if there's some kind of cannabis community building child. Right. There have been an existing cannabis space in our city for some years now that had been building. Right. And I had no idea. I was invited to a cannabis, what I thought was a cannabis convention. 
So, you know, I'm like, what? A cannabis convention in our city? <laughs> and it's in April. So I'm like, okay. So they're playing on the 420 thing. Okay, mm-hmm. I got it. I'm like, great. Here's like my backpack with my I'm, I'm my water bottle. I got my, I'm ready. You know, I'm ready for my samples. I am, I, I pre-games, I'm ready. I would, you know, I got my, my, my team with me. We're excited to be there. And I get there and the person who invited me um, was like, oh, well, yeah, it's not really a conference. Apparently it's, I mean, not really a convention. Apparently it's a conference, right? So keep in mm-hmm. mind, a convention, I'm like, t-shirt, QG, right. sneakers, you know, girl walking there is none but suits, you know, t-shirts with, with logos of different companies and brands. Everybody's got swag bags, people walking around with badges. And I'm like, what in the hell is this? Because immediately I didn't even, I wasn't even, I wasn't even taken aback that I was in what appeared to be the wrong circumstances. I'm just like, where's the weed? Like I was told (laughs) there'd be weed here. Flat out. Let's just be, let's just call a spade a spade. I was told right. it would be weed samples and all types of fun, amazing things for this convention, quote unquote, that I was invited to. And I get there and that's just a bunch of white folks in suits walking around talking. And I'm like, and there's a couple of folks set up with stands and they're talking about CBD. And I'm like, what the hell is CBD? I don't know what you, sir. We're So I'm frustrated to say the least, right? I would have like, been too. I said, um, this is not what I thought this was. So let me just go on ahead and get a program and figure out what exactly this is. And I start looking at it and it's like, you know, the business of cannabis, marketing cannabis, sports mm-hmm. and medicine, you know, and there's all these different tracks and there's all these folks, they're law and legal and they're talking about criminalization. They're talking about legalization. They're talking about zoning. They're talking about land and they're talking about forms and agriculture. And, and I'm like, okay, so... Now, now, now the other side of me tap back in and I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. all right. So now you're talking my language, sales, marketing. This is what I do. This is my space. What's happening? Um, Because I love to see what the other side looks like. And so I start walking around and I'm talking to people and I'm, and as I'm gathering up this information and I'm seeing all these things that I'm having, I realize they're talking in real time. They're talking about things and dispensaries, opportunities and money that's coming in now. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about it as if this has already been going on. And also this thing is picked. This is the convention. Center. It's packed in there, T. Packed. Mm. Nobody looks like me. Mm. Not a soul. Not one soul looks like me. That can count us on two hands, literally. There were eight minorities in the building, okay? Two of them them were speaking, okay? So when you're looking at this space and you know how hard it is or how how much work it takes to put on a a conference, right? That many tracks, that many people, that many speakers, the governor's there. Right. So this was planned out. This was thought out. This was executed, promoted, marketed. Tickets were sent out, but it wasn't to us. It wasn't Mm. marketed, promoted or sent to us. It was nobody from our community there representing us. There was a very small percentage of us, just like the industry actually looks. And so when I saw that the light, the the ticker went off, I'm like, oh, oh, they thought they were going to try to just hide this time. I'm like, I'm I'm telling everybody. (laughs) I'm telling everybody I could think of. And so immediately I just went into the space where I saw this, this one, this, this thriving, what seemed to be thriving economic opportunity. And I literally just left the block where somebody was 
stuffing dime bags in their pocket because the cops were coming. So I'm right. So I mean, I literally just left this block to come to this event and they're having these conversations about how much money and how many billions they'll be bringing in. You know, um, this was 2018 and 2020 and 2022, these projections, which they've met and exceeded. And I just thought, I'm like, they're so obviously they're about to just release everybody from jail for, for weed uh, offenses, right? And we're about to have some kind of like, these are these opportunities going to open up. They're going to start investing in back into communities with this money that they're pouring in. Where is that going? So now I'm starting to ask questions and now I'm starting to right. wonder what's going on. And that's, and I just went down a rabbit hole from there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you just landed in this place, got an invitation. We wasn't there. No. And it was just that opportunity to learn and get all of this knowledge and then take it back and be like, you know what? I think I want to do X, Y, Z. Like, you know, and that's that's sometimes how it goes. Like we we get, you know, we get information. We think that it's supposed to be something. And now we have to turn this something into something else. Yes. So it was just a huge opportunity for you. But thank goodness you were at the right place at the right time, even though you was mad. I yeah. know you was mad, sis. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got over it. I got over it. I got over it. But it's, it's, it's you know, it, again, like you said, right place at right time, because it was even and even as we I began to share the information and I'm reaching out and I'm trying to tap in. I'm little by, I'm seeing how little people know. I'm like, you know, it's dispensaries right now. You know, you can get a medical card right now. They're like, no, you can't. Like, that's not a thing. Like, do you know what's it? What's CBD? And, I, and so it was like, oh, shit. Like, this is taking off in a way that will leave us ter- behind tremendously. Then like we won't mm-hmm. be able to catch up if we're not beginning to be a part of this conversation now. Um, and I would much rather be a part of the tapestry than trying to get under the blanket afterwards. So it was like, let's figure out how we can maneuver, find leverage in this space, create opportunities for ourselves, you know, and because I know, you know, you know, let's be real. They're not going to just give us the space that we deserve. Um, and so, and if we ever, if we can, you know, ever wait on them to do what's right, we'll be waiting until the end of time. So it was like, what can we do now to get into these spaces and find these ancillary opportunities? They need marketing people. They need photographers. We need we need black mm-hmm. folks in those spaces to show up so we can have representation. Right? You can't open a, a dispensary about a security company like contract right. it out before you even open your doors. They have to be paid up and and accounted yeah. for. Right? And so now you're talking about. I know plenty of young black guys with like security companies garden mm-hmm. you know stuff they got the the, the badges and the lights and the, yeah. the nine the company logos and it, it's a real thing and and just imagine if we could teach them about the cannabis space and allow them to corner their market and just that right so they could be getting income that they're not even working for yet this is there's so many different ways to be a part of this space but i think if we do it collectively and strategically yeah. that's where we start to see how we can leverage it out because if we corner the market on security right there are certain things you can't do without us right so right. that is that's where we this landed now um for the most part it, it started off just kind of just trying to disseminate information and it was like you know what let's figure out how we can find the loopholes that we can stick folks in that we know because this is essentially our our business. This is the the hoods, <laughs> right? This is our original business. Like we probably know this better than they do. So I think that's one of the reasons they don't want us involved too much. <laughs> we know too much. 
<laughs> we came up with marketing and different baggies and all that stuff before you even listen. We've been doing this, honey. We've been doing this <laughs> for years. We've been doing this. I I know you've seen a Batman bag or two or something silly, honey. You, you know that we've they've evading, you know, the police and, and, and coming up with strategic measures and security. Like this is, they've been running these businesses mm-hmm. and this industry for some time just under 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 the wire. So um, imagine if they got the opportunity to do it above ground and with, with the financial opportunity available. Yeah. yeah, no, that's true. So tell the people about your business and the services and paraphernalia you provide and all that good stuff. <laughs> I love you know. that paraphernalia. <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me so bad. Um, yes, we do have paraphernalia. Um, the the no cannabis noir essentially is just a platform that was created to help systematically disadvantaged groups get access to the industry and the medicinal community. So we do a little bit of everything in terms of making sure that people have equitable opportunities in the space um, to both find medicinal relief um, and economic opportunity. Um, So we do business development courses. We have a cannabis vendor resource guide. We have a bunch of uh, online education and opportunities. We now have memberships across the country. So we have chapters starting in different states that we're getting ready to kick off this summer. We're in 36 states already um, Mm -hmm. with members. Yes. So we're excited about that. And we're hoping to be able to replicate some of the programs we're doing there in different spaces. We obviously do cannabis medicinal uh, card registration. So if you need your medicinal card, we can help you get registered. We can help walk you through that process. We're actually getting ready to host a dispensary tour for patients. So we, especially new patients, it's an opportunity for you to go visit the local dispensaries, get to know mm. how that works, what the process is, see what they have, kind of check out their prices, see what, mm-hmm. what, what. And because it can be a little intimidating for your first time, if you walk in and you're not really sure what's going on, you're like, just right. give me one of these. Like it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we'll be doing some of those. We have, we've done everything from uh, cannabis and camping to in yoga to, um, mm-hmm. you know, figuring out uh, how PTSD affects the black male community. We do a dining dialogue where we have professionals come in and talk about how cannabis like scientifically works in the body to to Mm. relieve anxiety and why you kind of respond to it and why it's medicine. So we can explain to people that, Hey, you're probably a patient, right? Like if you, if you're buying weed and smoking pretty regular, especially when you're stressed, you might be a patient, right? And yeah. I need you to think about it more as medicine because now you're, because I think when people think about cannabis as medicine more and not as a, a, a free time or a pastime thing, right. it's easier for you to start recognizing your triggers and what mm-hmm. gives you anxiety and what's making you give, what's, what's creating obstacles in your mental health and then addressing it properly, right? Like, because cannabis is just the thing that, gives you the space to address the things that need to be addressed, right? It's not the the answer, right? It's it's part of the cure though. So um, we definitely do a lot of education. We do um, a bunch of different online um, uh, one-on-ones. We do crypto and cannabis, teaching people how to turn NFT art and cannabis uh, how that those two spaces interface, right? So we're always just trying to make sure that people are kind of ahead of the game and knowing what's going on. We're getting ready to do some growing programs coming up 
our infused tea party tour is kicking off. And we also obviously, like you said, have some paraphernalia, some cute things and some merchandise. We have our lovely, our, our lovely little joint holders, which I just I, I I just can't get enough of these things. They're just so cute and classy. And, um, you know, like our ashtrays, our custom grinders. We have some pre-roll cones coming out. Um, and obviously our season is co- seasoning is coming out. We have infused seasoning. Um, we have uh, seafood seasoning. We have garlic and onion powder seasoning and seasoning salt. And it's infused with 100% organic hemp and some other amazing herbs that will give your, your food an extra kick. And that's pre or post meal. So if you want to just add it to some butter popcorn, you could do that too. Spice it up. Mm-hmm. But it's like instant little elevation for you. Um, so I'll send you some samples of that. So you can try yeah. it out. Yeah. And we also have some, uh, some hair products coming out. Some CBD mm-hmm. infused hair products and one of them I'm very excited about is an infused bonnet that we've been working on and yes and um it's a CBD infused satin bonnet and edge perimeter control and it's just I'm I'm so happy with what I think the end result is and so I'll also share that with you when, when I have it um but we can have we'll have those for this summer and our hair serum um and uh yeah so I'm very excited we have a whole bunch of things happening Obviously, this is why I look like this because I'm so busy working and I had time to <laughs> I'm here trying to say the world and make it's all it, good, you know. But um, yeah, so keep a lookout for those things. Um, memberships are available. You can definitely tap in and figure out how we can help you explore the cannabis space, learn more about um how you could become an advocate. We do regular expungement uh clinics and host a lot of mm-hmm. uh, opportunities for for returning citizens, including finding them opportunities when they um when they return home, housing, uh, jobs, placement, Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. So um, if you know anybody who's listening, who may need this, this resource, please feel free to tap in. We definitely, if we don't have it, we know folks who do. And this is teams throughout the country. So. Wow. That is lit. (laughs) Listen, I didn't even know it had that many levels. Like, this is it, honey. Child, I'm trying. I'm trying. I need you. I need your help, child. You was doing. You ain't trying nothing. (laughs) You are doing. There are people looking at you like, dang, I need, I want to do that. But they might be scared to do it. Or, you know, like, just, oh, God, y'all. At the end, we'll tell y'all how y'all can contact her and all that other good stuff. Yes, yes. Please don't be scared, child. if, 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 listen, if, if there was if there was a a rule book to this there might things might be a little bit different but one thing i can say about the cannabis space if you have any interest in it and if you think you have something to offer do not hesitate this is right now one of the best times to be a part of it it's not as many regulations it's very open you have a floor to kind of explore what what your opportunities mm-hmm. are no take your gifts and apply them to the space right if you're a yeah. They need cannabis accountants. Your lawyer, they need cannabis lawyers, right? Like we need yeah. people right now. The the laws that are set right now will be the precedents that we refer to about decisions that are made about cannabis. This is a very yeah. important time for law, right? And so, you know, I think if, if anybody who's interested in this space, even if it's in the ancillary capacity, definitely explore it. We need, we need our folks. We need more tribe in this, in this space and in this community for sure. Dang, that's decent. So we're going through all of this and learning about it and, you know, just absorbing all of this, just basically being a sponge. What do you feel like may have been like your biggest challenge to get where you are today? 
I think the big, so you know what, the the biggest challenge is, I could say money or like, you know, white folks or like being a black woman or like, but honestly, it's, it's me. Like my biggest challenge was me. You're my own insecurities, anxieties, concerns, you know, like overthinking, being, you know, like this isn't perfect enough, right? Not, not mm-hmm. trusting in my product enough, not trusting in my vision enough. Um, you know, the you could be your own biggest enemy. So I think my biggest obstacle was getting out of my own way and saying, you know what, this is for you. Like this is the reason why you this is happening this way. Don't be scared of of the the the, the thrust forward. Like this is what's supposed to be happening. Kind of embrace it and you know, like you know, use it as the wind beneath your wings, not like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I I was kind of like, oh, wait, we kind of taken off for a second. And it was like, we were popping up in like magazines and things were happening. And I was like, kind of getting overwhelmed. Um, And and, and at the end of the day, it was probably, you know, it was, it was me in my head that was, that was creating obstacles and Mm -hmm. and being unsure of myself, right? Like we have, I've been working on a season for like, years like uh, since uh, pretty much the inception of me doing cannabis nor was like one of the first things I wanted to do and I had it down and I was so anxious about the packaging and wanted to look right and what did the name it and, and it was just like you know what what are you doing like you did it because people need it right like it made mm-hmm. it easy for people to add elevation to their cooking and make their own comfort food and the things that their grandmama used to make they can now infuse that very easily as opposed to having to go out and spend a bunch of money on this and that and trying to go here yeah. and trying to get this person to make you gummies and make and butter and that what's so heavy it's like no just add this boom there you go right and so that was the purpose i got away from that and getting in my own way i stalled the the uh, you know, pulling the trigger on it. And so now mm-hmm. I, I'm a lot more, you know, I, I, you know, you, you, you go through phases, you grow. I, you know, I outgrew that version of myself, right? Like that was the light version. I'm the, I'm the, <laughs> the paid full version now. Um, so <laughs> right now I'm just kind of in a place where I'm just embracing everything that's happening, um, and, and embracing partnerships and opportunities to connect yeah. and build and network. Cause that's where it really is. You know, I'm looking to build out my team, um, and, and get some people that I can depend on to be a part of this space with me and kind of take this to the next level. Yeah, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Now, my podcast, we do talk a lot about self-care, self-love, wellness, all that good stuff. So I know you can tell the people about the ways that you kind of pour back into yourself because, you know, you're a mom, you're managing your business, all that kind of stuff. Like you said, it's going to be times where you get overwhelmed and all that. So what do you do? Like, you know, how do you pour back into yourself? Well, I mean, we all know I probably, uh, I have a little flower <laughs> to consume. So, um, but you know what? I, I try to get myself, I try to give myself space to work out a little bit when I need to meditate when I need to like eat. I don't have a very strict routine where it's like, okay, at eight o'clock, I do this and nine o'clock, like do this. Mm-hmm. But I know I have these spaces of free time in between when the baby sleep, when I first get up and when he's, you know, doing things after I make breakfast and when I'm in between me doing calls. And so I know I have these blocks of times and I just use them wisely. Right. Like I just if that's when I have to, you know, go in the, the bathroom and yeah. light the candles and put on the robe and 
have my little session or or get in the tub or you know do my little thing um you know and, and I find and I find little ways to to find to to create luxury in my life like mm-hmm. um even if it's just you know you know, making sure that I have, have, you know, the bath bombs that I want and there's eucalyptus on my shower head or like, um, you know, making sure that I have the, the pillows that I want or the yeah. or the slippers. I just try to insert luxury in spaces that I know it will create some type of relief for me um, mm-hmm. that I can, you know, that I, that I can, that I can see, that I can feel. Right. And it, and it kind of gives me an opportunity to, 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 release some of all of that. Um, and I definitely, um, do, I have, uh, these cannabis cards that we have, um, and they're questions. They're just like random questions. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll just pull some questions and I'll just start thinking sometimes I'll do writing. Um, but it's, it's hard to find time for just myself. So I, Mm -hmm. I, like I said, I have to use it wisely. And when I find those blocks, um, depending on where I am, right. If I need grounding, I might meditate. If I need to, to, if I'm if I'm feeling tense, I might do the bath thing, right? Or if I'm feeling too anxious, or I'm feeling kind of low or depressed, I might you know have a little flower or something. Um, but it you know it kind of depends on on where I am. But the that that's how I'm <laughs> um, that's how I'm managing it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you gotta do what you gotta do and what works for you. Listen, okay, especially with the six month old, because he'd be like, <laughs> Might as well come on out that tub, shorty. It's time to feed me. Okay. <laughs> you spending too much time in there, mom. Mm-hmm. Too much you time, lady. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm cracking up. So let's go back. If you could give young Sheena a piece of advice, what would you tell her? Oh, wow. How young? <laughs> How I mean, you can, go far I back, you can go back as far as you want to go, girl. Um, you know what? I would I would tell my younger self to be to have more patience with myself and be kinder mm-hmm. with myself, be a little more gentle. I reserved all of my my patience and my concern and consideration for my for the folk around me. And I I was it was very easy for me to forget me. Right. And and be hard on myself unnecessarily mm-hmm. or be like over, you know, analyzing and 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 making things bigger than they were or needed to be. Um, just because I was, you know, I was an overachiever. That was how I showed up for for mom. Right. And mm-hmm. that was how I did my part. I, at least I thought right? I couldn't help her with the bills. I couldn't be, you know, you know, do other things, but I could do this. And so mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was very much that very much led to, you know, people pleasing. And it's like, oh, you're in academics plus and oh, you're in this and here's this trophy. They were like drugs to beat you. I'm like, I need another trophy. It's like, what club right. can I join? Like, you know, I'm like, I'm in 4-H. I run a newsletter. I'm in the, this club. I'm in that Girl. club. I'm in the choir and I can't sing. It's like, listen, <laughs> you know, I'm just up there learning the words to rent. Like, I don't know what's going on, but uh, and then I joined the gospel choir and they couldn't put me out because it was a gospel choir. So it was like, <laughs> You know, I'm just up there just throwing everybody off. And and um, yeah, so that was that was one of the things that I would probably say is to just kind of be, you know, like 
acknowledge your wins and not mm-hmm. look for the next one every time. You, it was like, oh, I got this one. All right, cool. What's next? And it was never like, right. good job, Sheen. Like you are, that was that was great. You just added value to yourself, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, and and yeah, that's probably what I would, would do. That's probably what I would say. Because mm-hmm. I think that would eliminate a lot of the other shit that I ran into. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, I agree. <laughs> so what kind of stuff you got coming up? Um, let the people know, like, what can they look forward to? So we have a bunch of cool things happening. Um, like I said, we're kicking off our Infused Tea Party Tour, God willing, with this pandemic um, this summer. We have our online education courses and business builder. Um, we have our dispensary tour coming up. So I'm excited for that. We are, like I said, have our products launching and we'll be doing like a, a sort of monthly subscription opportunity. And uh, yeah, and our memberships are, are available. Our memberships are live. So um, right now we're just pushing the vendor guide in our classes because we want to get as many black and brown owners in the space as possible. Um, we're looking to try to get as many people who are interested in minority forming opportunities, access mm-hmm. to spaces where they can learn to grow, where they can start learning how to obtain their hemp license. We've been able to connect with some dope people and already offer a bunch of different um, opportunities and support. So I think that we are moving into a space where that's something that we'll be able to offer more regularly. And so, yeah, I think uh, that... Uh, oh, our Medicaid movie night is coming up. So that's something that folks should definitely check out. We're having a Medicaid movie night on February 12th. Mm-hmm. It's a Saturday. Location is private. Once you buy your ticket, we'll get all the details. Um, but yes, you can come and consume and enjoy. Everybody gets a free infused popcorn upon entry with their ticket. Um, so yeah, it is, it's going to be a good time to, to sort of fellowship. And there'll obviously be opportunity to learn um, and, and educate yourself about it. And we're also doing a um, infused dinner um, around the Harlem Renaissance. And uh, it's a basically a... a cultural exploration through through food and it's going to talk mm-hmm. about the history of food and how it's related to cannabis and the Harlem Renaissance and how sort of jazz in that era sort of bred a bunch of different things that led to cannabis and the war on drugs and 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 how black people have kind of been disparaged from this space so it's going to be really interesting really cool I'm very excited um, and that's something you should definitely tap into and look forward to because I think it's it's an opportunity to, to really learn more about the different side of the culture that we might not have been able to see, um, you know, and in the movies that we love so much. Yeah. Oh, that sounds dope. So how can people stay in touch? How can they keep in touch, follow you and all that good stuff? So they can find us online, uh, visit our website. We have all the details for that stuff uh, up there. It's www.cannabisnoir, and that's C-A-N-N-A-B-I-S-N-O-I-R-E.com. Um, and we are also online on Facebook. We have a Facebook group and page. We also have a members only page, but you have to be a member to access it. Um, and that's Cannabis Noir on Facebook as well as IG. So that's Cannabis underscore Noir, N-O-I-R-E on Instagram and on Twitter. And yeah, and so, uh, and our NFT drops in a, in a couple of weeks. So we'll, I'll be sending out some info about that too. So if you're interested in crypto, we'll be doing some crash courses and that to get folks acclimated with this space soon. So again, check out our website. We have a bunch of cool stuff up there that people can tap into and learn more about. 
That is decent. So before we go, can you give our listeners a piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in business, but just also in life? I think one of the, the biggest takeaways I'm having really now is just kind of inward reflection, man. That's, that's the real boss up. When you can recognize yourself and recognize, you know, your flaws and, and the things that make you great. Um, and you can really sort through your your own stuff. I think it makes you such a better business person, a better partner, a better listener, a better manager, a better boss, because a lot of what we we experience in business and in life is, is that we're experiencing um, things through our triggers, through our emotions, through mm-hmm. our experiences, through our, our, our past situations. And I think that a lot of times it can uh, impede on your ability to do good business if you're not, if that's not completely, if that's not something that you're, that you're, that you're, that you're in alignment with. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it sounds corny, but um, it's definitely a real thing. And you know, even if it's something as small as, like I said, you know, not trusting in yourself enough to do to to do the product launch, right? It's like, what is what what's what is that, right? Because you people trust you, right? Like everybody yeah. trusts you, but you don't trust yourself, right? And so right. I think those are that like that's like the ultimate boss up. Like, I mean, like you can make all the money in the world, you can drive the nicest cars, you can have the nicest house, you can be cutting the biggest deals, but if those things are not in alignment or if that is off, it will show up in those spaces one way or another, somewhere down the line. Mm-hmm. And it will make it hard for you to enjoy your success. So, yes. Yes, that is definitely a good piece of advice. I tell people all the time, you know, tap into your inner self because, like you said, if not, it's definitely going to show up. People can tell when when you're not in a good space, your business mm-hmm. is not going to be in a good space. And it's going to be vice versa. Just like, oh my gosh, I didn't get no sales this month. Okay, so what you going to start feeling depressed? You're going to anxiety. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff is going to show up, y'all. So it works both ways. So yep. this is why it's so important that you take care of yourself. Energy. So important. Yeah, yep. pay attention to your energy. Pay attention to yourself. Pay attention to how you feel because you are your business, right? Like you mm-hmm. are the driving force behind it. Your your why is the is the purpose and, and the reason that it's it's a, your baby even exists, right? And so how you show up for your business is how people will receive it. And your audience, your true tribe, the people who are are your real like customer base, oh, they notice it. They feel it. They catch it mm-hmm. all because they are tapped into you. So yeah, I would definitely say, you know, it, it's a, the bossing up is, is, is definitely going to be tied into you being your best self and, and being healthy and happy and, 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 or at least in a space where you're getting to that, right. Where you're acknowledging the, the things surrounding mm-hmm. it for sure. Yes. That was amazing guys. I hope you all had your pins out, was writing down these notes because she dropped a lot of gems. She told y'all how y'all can connect with her platform via social media or through the website. She got the memberships open. They pop in, become a member. There's so much information out there. So for those who are looking to get into the cannabis industry, she one-stop shop. She got everything that you need. And plus, I need to see y'all at some of these events that she had. Okay? Because these events are going to be decent and they're going to be real. Even if you're somebody who maybe 
don't you know partake it's still yes. something you it's want to be a part a vibe. of it's definitely a vibe right the experience and stuff and i and i'm so glad you said that if you don't consume please do not feel like put out this is something that is just and it's a opportunity to connect and just unify and kind of just vibe out this is this is not this is, this is not limited to just cannabis patients right so that, right. definitely feel free to come through and, and fellowship with us for sure. Yes, yes. And with that being said, I hope everybody has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. Mm. Mm. Ain't nothing to it. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Boss. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose. Ain't